Welcome to another episode of Margin Bank Podcast. I'm Hugo Sanchez and I'm here with Daniel Melo. Hello, Daniel. Hello. And How are you? I'm fine. You? Olá, from Portugal. <laughs> and Diogo Semedo. Hi. What's up? How was, how was your Halloween? Yeah, it was nice. And yours? Creepy. No, it, it was normal. It was a normal Halloween. Uh, I wanted to see Ghostbusters, so I saw Ghostbusters 2 with Carolina, and it was great. Um, uh, I, I miss uh, movies made in the 80s. Uh, the latest um, version of Ghostbusters I didn't like at all. Uh, but the previous one, uh, the Ghostbusters 2, uh, it was amazing. Uh, the special effects uh, for that time, they were really advanced. I mean, seeing today, it looks a bit like Yeah, it's obviously fake. Uh, but thinking that uh, the computers at that time were really bad uh, and most special effects were practical spe special effects, uh, it was really interesting to see all that action. And especially the Liberty statue, um, walking, uh, it was... Uh, Quite a feat for that time. Yeah, you shared an image of the Statue of Liberty with me, but I didn't understand yeah. why. <laughs> Now <neither>. I'm understanding. <laughs> me neither. It was because you watched <laughs> Ghostbusters. Okay, it makes much sense yeah. now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, moving on from movies. Uh, what are the topics for today? Because I do see that we have uh, a major topic, uh, real estate, right? Yeah, real estate is the major topic today. Uh, it's a vast theme that we must talk about further in other episodes and special cases in real estate will be um, further explored in other episodes. But today we want to say some basic things about the current state of housing uh, in, uh, in the world. And, and some special treats that, um, and special information that we can give you about the current state of the market uh, worldwide. Yeah. And with a special focus also in Portugal. Yeah, and several other countries. Uh, we did uh, some research on China, of course, yeah. because of the Evergrande scandal that uh, everyone should know about. <laughs> Uh, yeah, another another countries where it spread the yeah. bubble, like South Korea, and we're looking a bit uh, similar to what happened in the states yeah. in the previous crash, yeah. and 2008 crash, and and today we see a market that well the market seems like a big bubble everywhere, but real estate seems uh, to be a mini bubble. Yeah, but is it really? Uh, and that's something that we are going to talk today. 
uh, and um, many of us want to buy uh, or hope to buy uh, <laughs> in the near term or in the future house. Uh, and and this is a very um, sensitive uh, topic because it's very personal. Real estate for personal housing is real. Uh, is a, a, a very personal topic. Uh, most of us want, um, especially here in Portugal, culturally, we are induced to to want uh, uh, a home that we can own, mm -hmm. that you can say this land is mine, this house is mine, this apartment is mine, and uh, I do not have to rent, I do not have to pay somebody else to be allowed to be here. Yeah. And uh, most of you don't know, but in Portugal, uh, most of the um, rents, uh, most, well, the majority of the rents uh, were controlled. The price was fixed. Um, and that was a problem uh, that we somewhat, somewhat uh, didn't change until late in our new democracy that allowed uh, many uh, rentiers to own uh, basically th those houses by paying a small rent uh, monthly. Um, that uh, at, at the beginning was not a problem, but due to inflation uh, and, well, we are talking about decades, uh, the initial rent that was about I don't know, 10 euros per, per month stayed that way yeah, uh, until, like uh, yeah. You still have those cases in Portugal because there's a law uh, that states that if, you, if you're renting your house to an elder person, uh, meaning more yeah. than, I, I don't know if it's 65 or 80 years, something like that, um, you cannot change his rent um, you can only increase it by the inflation of the year. Um, yeah. So most rents that weren't updated until today or until a couple of years ago uh, are still very low, which causes a, a great problem, at least for for the landowners that want to yeah to have more profits and it, cannot it, it, do anything about it. It caused the uh, market the distortion, um, especially in the city centers. Mm -hmm. That's why you, well, currently you don't see it. But if you visit Oporto uh, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, uh, most houses in Ribeira and downtown were falling apart. Yeah. Uh, most didn't even have a roof. And you looked at that like, oh, this is prime real estate with a, you're looking at the river, you are in an UNESCO protected site, you have access to the subway, to most transportations. It's not far from the highway. I mean, why, why is it all crumbling? <laughs> and uh, the, the major issue was that uh, since the renting market was um, totally state-controlled and had rules that didn't favor investment, uh, the houses ended up collapsing. Yeah. 
And now that that was a special case that happened years ago, and now Hugo and Diogo things are different, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, because most houses now on those areas, at least in here, uh, are Airbnbs. At least that's what I see, right? Because I remember a couple of years yeah. ago seeing this major major house in a premium area of Porto, um, and it was falling apart, and. All of a sudden, it appears something like uh, uh, prepare yourselves, um, a big investment is coming. And then I searched the company that was on the on the banner and it was an Israeli company and it transformed the house. Yes. Uh, it, wa it was all made from scratch. Uh, and now it's an Airbnb. It's kind of an Air uh, several Airbnbs inside. And... Uh, those people want to see their money, the money the, that they invested uh, recovering the house, uh, paid yeah. back to them. So since Porto is a, a very nice touristical place uh, for people to come and visit, uh, most people that invested money in houses, since they, they weren't allowed to charge whatever they wanted for them, they decided to, to rent them to, to tourists. At least that's what I yeah, think. Yeah, and uh, that's a very special case of a, an effect that was unexpected uh, of Airbnb. Like you, you first think, well, it's going to change the market in the USA. It's going to allow uh, for cheaper uh, one-night uh, mm -hmm. stays at big cities like San Francisco and New York and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, that same company has a huge effect at the other side of the Atlantic yeah. and that changes city completely. And um, well, I, I can say that, well, at least in our investment group in WhatsApp, they, somebody told that they, they recently sold a house in the city center and with no rooms, just a, a studio. Um, like 50 square meters for 250k yeah which is a lot like for you might not yeah. be aware of the in, price in Portugal it's but crazy. here in Portugal it's it's it, crazy you can buy yeah maybe you can state you the, could buy. our average salary uh, our national average salary which is something around 1100 euros per month Uh, so 250k, yeah, uh, per, it's yeah. a lot of work here in Portugal. <laughs> yeah, it's really a lot. For And, no rooms. Um, <laughs> for no rooms. You could buy yeah. that a few years ago uh, at, at near Porto, uh, like a, 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 a individual house with four rooms, mm -hmm. a garage, and, 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 and probably a small garden. Or, uh, and... Uh, and It wouldn't cost 250k, yeah. and now the prices are maybe rising way, maybe with a pool, yeah. But now, currently, the prices are yeah. raising way above our, 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 our paychecks. Yeah. But, but still, and, it's not very tragic in, here in Portugal, uh, at least that's what I think. Um, because <laughs> there, there are lots of worse places to buy house. And as you said, yeah. it's a cultural thing. So most houses are inherited by our parents and our grandparents um, and people just sell them. Uh, 
and buy new ones or remodel the ones that they have. But um, I, yeah. I read somewhere that uh, Germ in Germany, uh, people don't usually buy houses. They much more rent houses. They, they don't have that cultural thing of owning a house. They, they don't really care. Um, uh, so that's why the, the housing market being overpriced uh, right now isn't affecting them the way that is affecting us here in Portugal because people just don't care. They, they don't want to buy houses. They just want to rent them. Yeah, but recently, and everybody heard that in the news, uh, that Berlin uh, passed somewhat controversial law that stated that uh, at least what I read, a percentage of um, the houses available and owned by big institutions like BlackRock, etc., that have those mm -hmm. uh, real estate investment trusts and those ETFs associated with those uh, real estate investments, uh, they should have a percentage uh, allocated for a um, fixed rent. Yeah. Uh, so they couldn't raise the price, at least for uh, a couple of years. So they could provide um, accessible renting options uh, in Berlin. Uh, Berlin is a very special case yeah. that we are going to talk about in the future. Yeah, it, it's not the uh, most expensive we, of uh, Germany. From what I've seen, Munich is almost yeah, the double of the square meter price than Berlin, uh, which is crazy. Yeah, but we have to place in the context that East Germany uh, kind of still lingers in Germany. I mean... <laughs> The salaries, the economy, the factories, yeah. they are not in East Germany at all. Yeah. Currently, East Germany is like economically more similar to Portugal than to, which is to bad. the rest of Which is Germany. bad for those of you that are not European. Yeah, it's an insult. <laughs> yeah. For those who are not European, this is an insult to East Germany because <laughs> it, it's... it's uh, Again, uh, we just lost all the this, listeners this, from East Germany with that sentence. No, you shouldn't, because it's interesting to understand this difference. Uh, and it's interesting to understand that after all these years, there were people that were born in East Germany. Uh, and then there were people that were born in the unified Germany in uh, Berlin and around Berlin, Leipzig, etc. Uh, and they have, still have and still suffer from the consequences of the Germany division and uh, the communist part in East Germany. That effect, that cultural effect and that economical effect still exists, which is interesting. I mean, if it disappeared immediately, you could almost say, well, Maybe it's the institutions. You, you apply the institutions, you apply rules, uh, and the country changes. Uh, or maybe if you wait like 10 years, 15 years, uh, things change. Uh, the labor market changes, new people appear in the market, and those are more educated, so they can bring uh, and start their own companies, blah, blah. 
it didn't happen. That's a bit what's happening in Porto, actually. You're starting to get a lot of foreigners that live here and create their small businesses here. And that yep. was all started by the renovation of of the downtown, right? It was before. Yeah. It was before the 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 Airbnb uh, invasion, if we can say so. So that whole area, which was just basically rotten houses and unfortunately drug addicts, and that, and, well, it, it was all uh, abandoned. So, to a point. It was tourism itself that allowed for downtown to grow. And now to attract the tourists, the growth attracted th uh, tourists because as as we've all seen, there's a lot of uh, international events like small fairs. There was none of that. It was inexistent. So to a point, the thing is, I think we didn't adapt to that change as well. We weren't ready to to have all those tourists coming in and some of them staying and settling their businesses. And it's the same. It's like they were um, we were we were used to being Portu Portuguese and now we are starting to be a city of the world. Lisbon passed this phase like what ten years ago? I'm not sure if you can yeah. uh, if you can uh, a bit early. Yeah, a bit early. So the thing Earlier, is, yeah. especially for us, we are still at that uh, changing from East Berlin to Western Berlin. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it is still taking time. And I don't think we are being able to adapt that well to the situation. So yeah, especially in real estate uh, due to the lack of new construction. Yeah. And uh, that can somewhat describe and justify the the price increase that we have seen. Uh, we are also this uh, this rise in prices can also be explained by the fact that most new houses that are being built are also high end to middle class high end uh, type of housing, and that can be explained due to one are taxes that are really heavy. So you tax the materials, you tax the construction, you, you tax the, the sale and etc. And all these steps, um, you add like a 50 to 40% increase in price. And so to be profitable, most companies only build these types of housing these types of housing that are not accessible to most workers in uh, a large city like Porto. So they seek other types of cities in the periphery uh, where the same type of housing is a little bit cheaper, but still it's the same type of housing. Yeah, but um, I don't think in Portugal we're that bad. I really don't no, think. No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet, Not yet, nor never. Because if you see... Okay, let, let's take an extreme example. China. Hmm. A square meter oh, in China, 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 on average, yeah. <laughs> it's around... I, ha I have the data right here. It's around 180,000 won per square meter. The yeah. average annually salary of a worker in China 
it's 97,001 uh, annually. So you work a full year and you don't, you, you haven't earned enough money to buy a square meter of a house. This is crazy because here in Portugal, yeah. um, houses in premium areas are like what in Porto? Maybe 2,500 euros per square meter. And yeah. that's two times our average salary. So in, a, in two months, you win enough to, to buy a square meter. No, you, you don't take yeah. a, a full year. This is crazy. This is just insane. And they still, but they still are sure, able sure, to sure. live in China. So <laughs> you understand that uh, there's, there's always a True. way if banks uh, give you credit or individuals, because in China and in Asia, there's, there's much of this thing. Everyone lends money to everyone because they need to buy a house. Right. So if the bank doesn't, doesn't yeah. give you, you will ask your friends, your family, everyone you can, um, maybe sometimes with high interests, very high interests. Um, but yeah, if you want to buy a house, you will have to do it. Otherwise, uh, you just rent it. That's why they... But we are we are not as many. <laughs> the, the the populational density is not the same. So to point... You can, You're you sinking in some parts of, of China people. because most of China is empty. <laughs> Yeah, China is empty. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they live in the coastal areas. Yeah, and, and there uh, are lots the, of the empty apartments. I read, I read yeah, in the New York Times, I think, or Financial Times, one of those, that um, China has enough uh, empty apartments built um, for the that, that could fit in the population of the Canada, uh, Italy, Italy. <laughs> um, France and Germany, uh, the I UK. I think it was the UK. Um, so okay. that's crazy. All these countries could live inside China. <laughs> and it, <laughs> it, it, it's already built. Yeah, in all these empty apartments. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. And the story they have with Evergrande yeah. also represents the other side of the bubble. These uh, real estate developers that... Um, basically uh, with the help of the local municipalities mm -hmm. started building 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 and in a way it was a way a form of uh, municipal financing yeah and so they promoted this and in the hope that to attract new residents and but they they were also monopolists weren't they yeah, they were also monopolists. So they, they could just ring they, the price. I don't know, yeah. Diogo, I don't know if you have the our Excel in there mm -hmm. because I don't have pictures with me, but I had a picture there about the the bubble of China. Uh, yeah, the percentage yeah. that's increased. Just yeah. tell uh, how much the, of all models. Yeah, just tell how much the the housing prices <laughs> went up in China and uh, the period of time. So let's say in the period of six, so let's say 15 years, there was, a, <laughs> a, a, let's say, oh my God, this is huge, 698% uh, <laughs> rise in yeah. the in the Shanghai yeah. real, real estate price index. Yeah, <laughs> this is crazy. It's almost uh, seven times as much in yeah. how much? 50 years? 15 years. 15. 
15. 15, 15 from 2001 no, yeah. to yeah. 2017, yeah. Yeah, this is crazy. So, yep. so if this isn't the definition of a bubble in China, I don't know what is it. And thankfully, <laughs> we're very far from that reality in Portugal. <laughs> Yeah, we are. And, yeah. and none uh, of the countries I still maintain in... my question. I still maintain my question. We are not, the, the population density is not the same. Mm. So we can't go to these still. numbers, but, but probably if we were that many, we could probably go to those numbers. Mm, I, I don't agree with that because I, I do think that the government would pass some law to prevent that. Uh, I, I don't agree. I don't say yeah. I'm agreeing that we should just pass laws to to rig the markets uh, I, I don't agree with that but in portugal we, we the situation do, would like, be like uh, this singapore <laughs> yeah south korea in singapore I, all... I don't know if you saw what i sent you uh, for this for this episode yeah, in, south in south korea, korea the minister and the the minister of finance and the prime minister apologized in parliament because they were unable uh, to keep the the rent prices and the uh, the selling house prices to to go up this year they they went up like 12% which was the biggest increase in south korea housing prices um but they mm -hmm. just didn't intervene in the market because uh, the the free market uh, somehow uh, will reach its own equilibrium so yeah well, um, yeah, that's that's one possibility. Uh, because people want white houses uh, forever, right? Unless unless yeah. unless population keeps increasing and the the salaries keep going up, but people want buy houses forever, at least with higher and higher prices. So some at some point the prices will just stop rising, and we'll start maybe decreasing a little bit uh, because well uh, it, it depends uh, the, the houses are, are an asset uh, uh, a different a different kind of asset because I, I can just live in my house and don't sell it if nobody gives me the price i want i can just live here instead of moving to a better house yeah and and the only the only thing is that the house probably will rise in price and the only way for you to earn money with that house, you could, you know, put debt against your house. You could uh, co-rent your house, like you live in a part or you rent part of your house, or you can sell it. And um, and by selling your house and downsize to another house, you can uh, well uh, then invest the rest of the money that you earn. Well, but but there's taxes. That's the way and. There's what? There's taxes. If you sell it with with profit, uh, yeah, no, there are you, taxes. You pay, that, you pay every, every profit. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, do, do you, you know what I mean? I, I, I choose to to live in a better house instead of downsizing my my house to to another one, uh, which is worse, and then just just have this small amount of money because everything else went to the government. Yeah, but. But imagine that you are it's like old now. Money. Your kids are, your kids are outside already. They don't live with you. They have their own lives. They have their own houses, and maybe you don't need a so large many beds. house. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I do understand that. That's 
That's a well, decision. Well, if that it were up to me, individually, if, you can do. If it was me in that situation you just described, I would probably do this. Yeah. I would rent the house because the house is still mine and I can rent it for whatever price. And then with that, the money that I'm earning from there, I would rent a smaller house because yeah. because the taxes yeah because That's, the taxes um, are, aren't the same for money from rents and for um, profits over selling houses. So probably yeah. yeah if you have lots of bedrooms, uh, the 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 rent would would be higher. Imagine that you described a four bedroom ap uh, apartment or house whatever. You can easily rent that to, to another family and then just go move with your wife to a two-bedroom apartment or something like that. And you're yeah, still making a profit every month. Yeah, that's true. And the house is still that's yours and yeah. someday it will be your kids and you're just uh, um, not giving away uh, their... Uh, I'm not remembering the words from when you pass uh, heritage, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah you're not just yeah. giving it away to the government. You're just keeping it and yeah, making but, it but, profitable. But you are assuming that, and that's one problem, that prices will always go up. It, it doesn't and really matter. I can, I can tell you an example where they don't go up. Okay. They go down. The rents? It's called Detroit. In the United States. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Detroit listeners they, just they went, shut down the podcast now. <laughs> yeah, no, but this is a very good example because yeah. uh, the prices went down to the point that it was more profitable to destroy the house than to keep yeah, that's it. That's crazy. Entire neighborhoods were raised to the ground because they were not profitable. Yeah. The houses were essentially worth near zero and due to foreclosures and etc., people couldn't pay their loans. And the, the, the initial loan was for a price that the house will never uh, get back to. So uh, prices don't always go up. That's, That's one thing. Uh, it, it's it's a market that's very special and because it's very special sometimes the, the market dynamics that we are kind of used to not now the market is weird you know tesla etc things are weird yeah. but normally if 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 like a company like ibm for example starts losing money doesn't really uh, make profitable investments Research is good, but they don't show so much promise. Uh, the price of the stock <laughs> reflects that. The market says, well, I'm, I'm not betting on you uh, and, and I don't want you. And, and some people start to sell and the price goes on, down. Yeah. If, well, and, and that effect. In last case, you, you it, can always sell your house as an NFT. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's a very good example. Do you know Decentraland? Decentraland is an online game. Uh, 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 it's a yeah. city where you can buy houses and, uh, and own, terrains, yeah. and they are really pricey. You know, I, I checked the yeah. some some in a 
more or less premium area the other day, and prices were like $100,000 per terrain, which is very expensive. You know, it, it's it, yeah, it's almost real prices. And But um, they already have their own economy over there, and prices keep rising, and uh, now they're developing... Um, like a week ago uh, in the... Um, there, there's this center uh, for shows and uh, mm -hmm. Dead Mouse played there virtually, uh, but live and Paris Hilton was also there. So they're trying to to bring more people, to attract more people to, to this virtual city by promoting certain uh, uh, cultural uh, events, which is very mm -hmm. nice. But That's I, I, I don't think pipe prices will life. keep rising. Yeah. Do you guys remember Second Life? I do remember that. Yeah, it's Second Life thing. was really, yeah. really early in uh, in this thing that we are going. Yeah. You are seeing now. Uh, it was a virtual world with a virtual mm -hmm. currency, which you could buy virtual things built by virtual uh, companies that people worked in, and they trade the thing. They bought real estate. They used the virtual currency, similar to, well. Not similar, it was not really a Bitcoin, yeah, but you know, it wasn't it's digital crypto. currency. It wasn't crypto yet. It wasn't crypto, but it was a digital currency. And uh, you could buy digital things, digital arts, digital real but estate. Yeah, the, I, we, we have a common friend that um, he used to earn money by DJing at parties in Second Life. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Is he DJing at uh, Central Land now? Sorry, I don't is, think is so. Is he DJing at the so. central? No, no, I he don't should. think so. Maybe he should. The thing, <laughs> the, the thing is, he told me that he could actually take a really decent amount of money. He just had to go through the tokens to the central and then export yeah. the money to a bank account. It was he lost some money, but he said that he could almost make a living out of it. So, yeah, that's okay. very nice. Isn't what it's, Zuckerberg is trying very, to do right now? With yeah, metaverse? it's the same thing. <laughs> He's just copying. Yeah, uh, but, but I do think that Zuckerberg yeah, has more users than Decentraland. Yeah. So I'm curious to see, yeah. to, to check on the prices regularly. So to see if Decentraland will, will keep up with it. I'm really curious. You can see an example, although it's not, it's not real state, but it's the example of what real estate can be. Uh, it's not at all real estate what I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, do not judge me. <laughs> but <laughs> we won't. We won't. It, it's to explain uh, why uh, the central land is second life, which might might sound a bit absurd. Not now. Currently, it's it's sounding less and less absurd. <laughs> but. Uh, but, uh, you know, those ads that you see on your web pages and the ads that you see on YouTube, yeah. well, uh, those spots, uh, they have a price that's, that's calculated on a, a small, uh, algorithm yeah. that runs, uh, by Google that or by uh, facebook yeah sorts bids or, or by facebook that sorts bids and and the highest bidder gets the spot 
that spot uh, acts a little bit like a real estate. It's like um, a place that a company uses to sell you a product. It's a spot. It's it's a, a representation of a place. It's not like real estate, but it kind of acts like a real estate. You know? Uh, not in the sense of housing. Yeah, I, I, I do understand. I don't, it's kind of a sense of housing because you're hosting the, the ad. Yeah. <laughs> Or you're renting the space to, to that particular ad. Yeah, yeah, something like exactly. that. Yeah, it, it acts. I'm understanding what like you're saying. Like real estate, yeah. but it's digital, and that's that's something that in the beginning it was weird, but now we are we are seeing more and more of that. Like it's a spot that's but real, it's a better spot, but digital because in a physical spot you can only build one house or one apartment or one everything, and you can only rent yeah. it or sell it to one person. But if you if you imagine yeah. our video on your to on YouTube, for instance, if it has an ad, that ad will be different for every person watching us, or at least that that space, that same space, will have multiple ads depending on who's watching us uh, or where they are watching us from. So yeah, it's a better use of space. I'm thinking thinking about metaverse of facebook mm -hmm. and you know that video was creepy it's <laughs> really weird it's but thinking a little bit further what what the hell is he thinking you know yeah uh, what, what you like what the hell is he thinking and then you think well let's let's think a little bit like you know a bit insane and 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 have you seen the movie ready player one mm. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. I actually thought about it's, it when when I seen the presentation of the of Meta. Ima yeah, imagine there are things that we are not able to um, make cheaper. We can make uh, things that are digital, very very cheap. Music, this video that you are seeing, this talk that we are having online through the internet. Uh, it's it's free. I'm not paying for this, at least directly. I'm paying with my data, but it's mostly free. And these things that are digital can be infinitely replicated, and they are theoretically uh, infinite. Theoretically, because if you have seen. Or have you read uh, the Asimov, uh, the last question? You understand that's not infinite. But, but going back to metaverse, uh, I think he is betting that our salaries are not going to grow and there will be a limit to what we can actually buy uh, if we continue with, with this uh, progressive destruction of our currency. So, the only things that we are going to buy will be mostly digital. There are things that we can't yet make digital, such as housing. Uh, but if we can have a place that is digital and uh, it can be infinite, 
then people can have a place of their own in this metaverse where they can meet friends or work or etc and it will be digital and uh, i think he's trying to build a second life that actually is used by the majority of the population but do you think that the majority of the population will just enter this metaverse I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think so he's either. really betting that the, the, uh, the eyeglasses that, that are like enhanced and you have augmented reality, etc., will be very, very good and people will want to. But outside very specific uh, work environments, I don't think people will, will want that. Uh, I might be I wrong. Won't it take a few years from now? Because uh, we've well, I don't know if you've seen the Michio Kaku. Well, the way he explains it is really simple. Our evolution will make us upload to a, into a certain point of time into a machine. And now we are just starting to get some functions. We just we just became cyborgs because we have our own mobile phones. And by I definition, agree. a cyborg a cyborg is someone that that has a function in that in end. So. We don't have a library inside our head, but with a phone, we can get all the information Agreed. we want. So my question is, isn't he probably preparing one for some kind of connection with the Neuralink technology in some point in the yeah, future? Well, that's, that's, right? that's, that's another point. That's another step, another level. And I think that's, that's a good point. And I think. Yeah, that's a great point because imagine that I can really connect to the machine then, and that proves to be an yeah. advantage to me. I, I get really in a better position than other people, you know, a competitive advantage. Mm -hmm. Then people will want that, you know, at least in a work environment. Mm -hmm. And then that can be... if. If people use it for work and it's really ingrained in us, it will start to be used by larger and larger amounts of population. It will be a very specific niche first, and then it will expand as soon as people realize it has a, a use that is advantage. <laughs> and, and, and I'm laughing because I'm thinking of what Diogo just said, mm -hmm. and I was just thinking... Um, what if this metaverse becomes like <laughs> Rick and Morty, a, a tiny verse, you know? Oh, yeah. But where <laughs> we ourselves can just go inside, work in there, have houses in there, and we don't really need our physical body. We just, we yeah, can just live in there. It's the same thing I'm telling you, because yeah. <laughs> the theory that was that, that Michio Kaku explained on his, yeah. on his book, the thing is, <laughs> our evolution probably quoting someone else. I don't want to be unfair. <laughs> but our evolution will be, we'll update our minds to somewhere else because we'll be able to live eternally. And yeah, that's why that's I it. think that the, he's preparing for us to upload somewhere I don't and live in that somewhere. And that meta can be the simulation where we can but all live. I don't know if eternally, because 
Facebook and WhatsApp and Instagram are always crashing. Yeah. So imagine your conscience imagine living that. in a place that could crash and everyone <laughs> just dies. <laughs> All of a sudden, everyone is dead. <laughs> or you just restore to, to, let's say, 1500 years ago or something. Yeah. Where, oh, I forgot. Oh, but will that be stuff. possible? Will that be possible? I don't know how you will translate our consciousness to a, a computer simulation, but yeah, that's. Uh, well, I don't know neurons. if I would it's want neurons. to live in a place. It's electricity. Our neurons yeah, are electricity. But, yeah, so. I do understand, but I don't know if I would want to live in there because who takes care of the servers that are here in the physical realm? Is it well, Zuckerberg? I don't trust it's Zuckerberg. Probably machines. Yeah. All the maintenance work is done by machines. Like the thing you was proposing was that imagine that you were so far in the future that you okay. would design your own simulation where you would be sent into space to depend on nothing but energy from the stars, considering we are still a civilization type one. Uh, yeah, but yeah. So this is what if life it's already you just live on the sun that you're describing. So your yeah, this oh, this is completely. Um, this is pure speculation, but it's, what if it's for me, it's really amusing and it makes some yeah. sense it at might. the end of the day. So, well, but what if this life is already yeah, that? El what Elon if Musk we, really we were so advanced that. Yeah. that we just input ourselves in this universe during this period? You we just had this discussion short circuit the, the universe when you just discover that you can upload yourself no. into yourself. But you who is saying talk. something really interesting? <laughs> it's a thought yeah. experiment. Yeah. yeah. Think about this. What yeah. if you uploaded if you yourself so advanced that just for to fun, a simulation? Yeah, we just uploaded ourselves. Yeah. Imagine yourself. Yeah. You are thinking. You are hearing this right now. You are probably in the street, your metro, subway, driving, whatever. And uh, imagine that you mm -hmm. chose to be here. You don't know because you yourself decided to not know. Lots of people believe that. Spiritual people believe that, that you chose to be here yeah. Yeah. now uh, and that you had all this information of the and this is just some sort of simulation. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. another that would explain type that. of spirituality, religion thing. Um, but it's interesting. But it's an interesting I like thought experiment. Thinking of that, that, the timing control somehow. Yeah, that would be so good. Somehow in another realm, I'm in control, you know? Yeah. And the creator would be ourselves, which is amazing. That, it's and, and worrisome at kind the same time. Kind of the Bible time. says, isn't it? And it's kind of worrisome. Like uh, There's some pro, there's some programmer to, to whom people call God. But then then it's but the, it all makes the sense. ancient problem of turtles. And uh, I, I do not know the philosopher that first asked this question, but um, somebody asked him, well, how is the earth? And he said, well, the earth is round and it floats in space. And they said, well, it floats in space. It's not possible. Well, you know, it's, it's um, being held by a turtle. Oh, so, so the, the, the earth is sustained in space by a turtle and what holds the turtle? And then he says, well, another turtle. And he says, what, what? well, two turtles, and what's, what's holding the, another, the other turtle? Well, it's turtles all the way down. 
you know, he, he said that it's infinite turtles. <laughs> so it's it's an interesting problem because, oh, no, it's not a creator. You are the creator. Well, good. Who the fuck created me? <laughs> you know? No, but you won't ever find out that answer because let's imagine the, the thing of the metaverse. Yeah. If we can plug ourselves into the metaverse and there's no connection and no memory between our character in the metaverse and ourselves in the physical mm -hmm. realm, that our character will never know who created ourselves in the physical realm because it doesn't know that we exist. True. Do you see my point? So it doesn't, th those questions doesn't, don't matter. Well, they do because it only matter. We are asking them now. I don't think if it matters be, because this could be a loop, a, a great loop. Because who created us? Maybe it was ourselves in another universe and who created them? And we're just hundreds and, and thousands of tiny verses with we, within one another. Well, uh, and you just yeah. want to, to find out the, the major creator, something like that. Well, yeah, let me just, let me just exist, say, I just found the, the world turtle theory mm -hmm. on Wikipedia. And okay. so. It's a my theme of a giant turtle supporting for uh, or containing the world. It took it occurs in Indo mythology, Chinese Ashes. mythology, and the mythologies of the indigenous people of the Americas. So, so what? So many Allah. people believe it's turtles all, all the way down. Yeah, not only the Greeks, it's and turtles all the way down. Chinese yeah. and the indigenous peoples. Yeah. Well, and, and also there's people a from picture all over of the, the world. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is That's that there's nice. um, the turtle on the picture that they're showing. The 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 picture has um, the turtle and then elephants on top, and then the earth. Oh, the elephants make the difference. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's for stability. Uh, yeah. Well, we really <laughs> diverge from the main thing that we are going to speak about. The real estate. Yeah, real estate. Uh, in the future, and we have very special yeah, cases. Yeah, but our episodes are a bit like that. You have one topic, yeah, and, then and then we go. That's why in our description it says investments, philosophy, books, history, also books. A bit of this, a bit of that. Uh, <laughs> but it's a very interesting question. So, do you want to give a sneak peek, a sneak peek yeah. of uh, next episode? What will the topic? Yeah, why be? greatness cannot be explained. Okay, that's a book for those of you that don't know, because yeah, <laughs> this just came out of nowhere. If you can <laughs> uh, read and we're reviewing book. it. And it's a very int Would you like to make a, yeah. a small uh, synopsis? Imagine of the like book, this. We currently are talking about uploading ourselves to uh, a new universe, a new digital universe, right? It's a very interesting way of achieving immortality, right? Can all agree that? Uh, how can we do that? We most people will think, well, we set an objective, like Elon Musk is wanting to go to Mars, so we are also wanting to go digitally, so we set an objective. We must build probably a huge server, probably um, study the brain a little bit more, improve the brain-machine connections, and try to digitalize our neural currents, and then simulate those neural currents try to merge them and probably be uploaded. That's a set of objectives that we can think about 
to create these universes, right? The problem is those objectives will not lead us to uh, uploading our minds. And this book explains why. We might think that we can achieve great things by setting an objective. I want to go to Mars. Good. But the steps, the necessary steps to achieve that are not obvious. They are mostly kind of random. And we pick them, we select them, we stumble upon them, we, we reach those stones step by step, and somebody will pick the other stones and they will follow other paths. And this um, natural selection that applies to our lives, to life and to the universe, also applies to discoveries, which explains why when you read about something really interesting, like the fact that our mRNA vaccines were a mixture of two important discoveries, like we know mRNA, it was discovered in a certain way, but the bubbles that were used to uh, transport that information to ourselves was another completely different uh, study that was not uh, uh, used in, in the first uh, thought experiment of, of, of this discovery was not intended to transport immediately a vaccine. So uh, those steps led to the vaccine, but it was, it was a little bit random. So yeah, they were not an objective for exactly. somebody. And, and this book... Yeah, no, nobody said, no. I will mix this and that. Yeah. That's my objective to do this. No. They, they, it was just random, like somebody created that and that. Okay, let's try and mix the, these two methods. Yeah, and, 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 and yeah. this book also explains and, and applies to your lives. Like, you want to be a millionaire. Good. You set the, <laughs> the objective. But probably the things that you are going yeah. to do to try to be a millionaire will not lead you to be a millionaire. Which is amazing. You read this book and then you understand. Especially if you fall into those... Par Pyramid schemes and yeah. forex schemes and multi-level marketing. For example, don't go there to be a millionaire, it seems please. With little money, you can make a lot of money. So you just keep doing that, and you'll be a millionaire. No, it doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't work like and, that. And uh, the path is a bit different for everyone. Yeah, right? the path is so different. There's for not a magic formula to be to, to reach any goal. No, way. because we are discovering the Whether stones. Whether it's to be a millionaire, to be the best in no, your area. Which each one of us is discovering different stones at different times. For example, yeah. Diogo is following another path. We, we crossed our paths temporarily yeah. in the same speciality. <laughs> we, we were doing indeed, indeed. the anatomical pathology. We were together. And then he followed different steps. And I followed different steps. <laughs> And you are falling different and steps. And none of us. And we are doing none this of us together. Ever thought that you, to have a podcast yeah. together, yeah. And it's yeah. we just stumbled we upon it. We stumbled it. upon it. <laughs> and that's the beauty of life. And this book uh, yeah. explains it in in such a clear way. I think it's enough <laughs> that you're going to see in the next <laughs> you episode. Just away spoil the, all the, the episode. You just gave yeah, away the, the next book. episode. If you can read it, uh, buy it. And then we, when you read next week with us the book, 
But if you don't want to read it, just check our episode. Yeah. And we will give you nice, yeah. the full spectrum of the book. Juice. The juice. Yeah. And and maybe that's <laughs> it for today, right? For those people that are in a hurry. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I don't think it's... So... I don't think it's... It's a wrap up. Up. So... Follow us. Just follow us on our social media. Instagram, Margin Comments. Bank. Uh, YouTube, Margin Bank. Comment, comment. Go comment on our videos. Uh, just comment what you think of uh, Diogo's picture for this video. He couldn't be present in video, <laughs> so we had a, the, the most amazing picture yeah. of him. Um, tell us what, where you are uh, listening or watching us. And... Uh, any questions or doubts, just send to our email, marginbank uh, at uh, gmail.com. Yeah. And, and remember guys, to the bell thing is subscribing. See you next, See you next week. week. Happy Turtles. Bye. 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 <laughs> it's going to take a full-scale attack. Stuff to say here.